Hi guys, how you all doing? Hope you're keeping safe and well. Welcome to another episode of Brown Car Guy and Buddies. And in this one, I'm talking to a good friend of mine. He is basically Saudi Arabia's top automotive journalist, certainly the most uh, long established although we're going to discuss that a little bit, uh, in the kingdom. And it, it's always good fun chatting to the guy. And it's always fascinating to get his insights into the Middle East market. So let's get into that. Before we do that, make sure that you're subscribing to my channel and hit that notification icon so you get updates as soon as I upload a video. And of course, follow me on social media. Just search for hashtag Brown Car Guy. And that's on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And of course, subscribe to browncarguy.com. Cool. Let's get into this. Hey, Bakr, how are you doing? Long time no see. You okay, buddy? I'm fine with all the conditions that we're in. We're doing, we're doing good. We're doing okay. Actually, alhamdulillah, we're doing uh, more than okay. Being busy during this time, yeah. I would say, Shahzad, it's, it's a miracle. I mean, busy it doing is, what it? we're doing. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, you, um, I come from print, uh, like yourself, you come from print originally, and, and somebody today, I had a meeting and says, hey, what happened to your magazine? And I'm going, what? <laughs> print? And you're like, what decade print, are you living print, in? <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, print has been stopped three months ago, literally all the yeah. daily newspaper in Saudi Arabia, because yeah. of the COVID-19, they stopped, no more printing. So even really? if I wanted to print, all the printed presses, are closed so anyways so oh no i'm goodness. doing good so let's, so let's get, we're, gonna, good. we're gonna get into the history uh, and also because you know there's going to be an overlap between my history and your history but right. before we but before we do that i mean how are you all doing you're all safe and well i mean how has lockdown been in saudi arabia are you still in the um, lockdown now or uh, yes we are we we have a curfew well actually uh, i'm sure you're following up with this uh, right after uh, Eid, uh, the government kind of loosened up uh, the lockdown. Although during Eid, we had 24 hours lockdown. Literally, nobody gets out of the house. So, um, and keep in mind that traditionally during Eid, uh, people visit each other and culturally that is really part of the customs and celebrations Absolutely. of Eid and so forth. The lockdown was really needed because that's where really the society mingle uh, yeah, with each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, right after Eid, uh, I think six days later, the government loosened up the, uh, relaxed the lockdown a little bit. And so people can really uh, go out until eight o'clock in the evening. And then the curfew will start from eight, right, eight o'clock right. in the evening. Well, second wave hit up. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, uh, things went up immediately the government went back again and uh, called back that decision and actually issued a lockdown curfew from 3 uh, 3 p.m. in Jeddah. So wow. um, from so we do PM. have a curfew 3 wow. p.m. Yes. Anyway, that's current affairs. Let's wind the clock back to uh, okay. quite some decades ago. <laughs> and uh, so one of the things that I always like to tell people, whether true or not, I like to claim I'm the first motoring journalist in Saudi Arabia, right? So now we're going to try and figure this out because I, st I started out at Saudi Gazette 
1989. And I think that I probably left Saudi just as you were starting up doing what you were doing. Okay. 1991. Yes, you yeah. are. You have that title, my friend. <laughs> you are <laughs> the number one uh, automotive or motors, uh, motor journalist in, in Saudi Arabia. No, I started actually and launched Saudi Auto in 1991. So the first issue or the zero issue that came out, it was uh, on that year. And uh, it was not what it became. Okay? Yeah. The concept completely evolved. Uh, from what it was intended to be. So Saudi Auto today is, is uh, a concept that is completely different and, and actually uh, targeted to uh, uh, a little bit different segment as well. Uh, initially, when I launched Saudi Auto, Saudi Auto used to be called Saudi Auto Trader. Um, right, literally, right, right. Literally, what was the purpose of that is for the used cars, um, yeah. classified selling cars, but it's a magazine style, right. not, uh, not uh, a newspaper. But how how uh, did you get into that? Were you from a publishing background or, or I guess, uh, I mean, I, I'm so sorry. I guess you were probably still a teenager at that time, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually, uh, academically, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm, believe it or not, uh, math and physics, uh, major and then business and uh, major in, in, in college and MBA. No, no, I, I wasn't really a publisher. It was a hobby for me, actually, a lot more than anything else. So when I started Saudi Auto, um, really that was my first job. I mm -hmm. haven't worked anywhere. I did not work for anybody. I was just really wanted to start my publishing house. And when I came from the U.S., uh, after I finished my uh, degree in my college, I really bought the equipment uh, right. at that time to start publishing. You have to have your uh, typesetting machines, mm -hmm. your your vertical cameras. Oh your, yeah, your, yeah. Your, your, you're just really it's really huge. Uh, yeah. Oh, I would yeah, say yeah. machines yeah. that you have to have for That's you to right. be able. You have to have the the artist or the I would say yeah. the designers where they cut the the paste up artist and then print the bromide. It was manual, my friend. I mean, it was you, manually done. You you don't need to tell me, mate. I seriously, because I that's when I started at Sony Gazette. It was paste up. That's what they were all doing. Right. At the time. And yeah. then when I came back to the UK, I worked on a newspaper where I was actually the one that was taking the, uh, would take the, the, the newspaper to the place where we'd get the bromides, I'd get bromides right. done, and then exactly. I'd the printers. So, yeah. yeah, we've all and been have, through that. And you have to smell the bromide, the chemicals. <laughs> Man, that was, okay. So, so I've done all of that, and we, I started manually uh, doing that. And um, then actually, over the years, um, the concept uh, have changed. Uh, I literally uh, so that uh, people see. I wanted to create a medium for people to trade their cars without mm -hmm. having to go to the Haraj or so, the no, auctions so, yeah, at the so time in Saudi Arabia. So I understand that because you're calling it Saudi Auto Trader. So essentially, it was like right. a classified car sales. Right. But did, did but did you have any editorial content in it at all at the time, or still uh, the advert? A little bit, little bit, just mm -hmm. a little bit more of news uh, snippets than actually uh, 
you know, any reviews. Yeah. No, no, no. It yeah. was just new snippet on what the dealers really have mm-hmm. launched new cars and so forth. Really so, new snippets. The so let me go back mainly, a little bit more. Let me go a little bit more. Because you said it was a hobby. When you referred to hobby, did you mean publishing or cars? Both. Ah, okay. It so was, now let's get it into was, it. it. So <laughs> what's, your, what's your car history? How did you get into cars? I, uh, okay. Um, you know, personally, I'm, I'm uh, a classic puff. Um, I remember one time I was in college and I went to, uh, I used to live in uh, the Northwest of uh, the United States. So I was going to college up in Oregon and, um, and San Francisco used to have an auto show over there, at least in that Mm -hmm. region. Uh, and I went one time to the auto show over there, um, from Oregon, uh, down to, uh, San Francisco. And I saw this awesome looking car. It was red and it was. Uh, it was a classic car, and actually, it was for sale. So I, I, at, that th- at that time, I thought it was a Datsun Z28. Okay. Uh, little I know, uh, uh, later on, it was uh, the Jaguar E-Type. KX, oh, really? Uh, e- wow, yes. that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Right, right, right. So right. that was my so first. So hang on. So what, what that, year would this have been? Uh, 85, 84, okay. 85. So 85. Okay, so by that time, the E-Type was already a classic at that time. Sorry, your classic, yes. Yeah. So, uh, and that car, it was reconditioned. So, so, I mean, if you got in the car, is the interior is reconditioned. The, I mean, really, I mean, it's a, it's a classic car, but you know, yeah. if you know what I mean. But when I say reconditioned, I mean the yeah, engine was re- stuff, yeah. Re- yeah. restored, uh, but it's still everything is original. Yeah, uh, so, so that was my first venture in the auto, actual automotive. Uh, so would you would, so would, would you say, say that that was the first car that inspired you then? Yes. Wow. Oh yes. Oh definitely. Wow. Oh yes. Oh definitely. So we so we I mean so I did we not... owe so we owe Barbarella <laughs> and Saudi Auto to the Jaguar E-Type. That's phenomenal. E-type. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so um, so that car really sort of opened the door for me to look into uh, the classic and beyond. I would say. Wow. So, okay. Uh, that was really. So did you end, of, did you end up buying that then? I did. As a matter of fact, did? I did. Yes. I should send you pictures, but I yes. did. Yes. I really picked so, up that. Yeah. Yeah. And did, so, so did you yeah, did you run, did. did you run it then? Did you drive it around in America while you were there? Uh, what I what I did actually, I did not ship the car, and I drove the car from San Francisco all the way to Eugene, Oregon. That's where I was uh, living at the time. And it was the best drive ever because you have to drive through Chester Mountains and you go through, you know, it's just gorgeous. And, and I really enjoyed driving. And the people, I just did not know how much yeah. uh, in the States they just appreciated these cars. These cars were like embedded in American yeah. culture. I mean, people would just stop. I mean, if I go stop on, on a restaurant, uh, you know, or people would just stop and just be gathering around the car and they're looking at the car and then they see this. Uh, I was at the time, I would say 22, 20, and I was like, the heck? You, you, a 22 year like, old in a Jaguar, was it a convertible <laughs> or was it a coupe? No, it was hard top. Okay, cool. It was a coupe. It was a coupe. It was a hard top. It wasn't a convertible. So, um, but anyways, yeah, but, but you know, even in, in I think, I think uh, in the city of Eugene, it's a small town, it's a college town where I, what I uh, was living at the time, and I was going to the University of Oregon, um, I think I was the only Jag at the time wow. that was there. So, okay. so when I drive that car around the city, 
you'll just notice. Just yeah. people got to have a yeah. look at it. Yeah. So, yeah. And, so and my how, wife and, used to and my how wife often, used to call it my wife used to call it ego booster. So yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the E type has been called a number of things, so that's probably only one of them. But so how often? Yeah. Let me ask: How often did this break down then? This Jaguar E type of yours? Okay, uh, <laughs> actually, <laughs> that's a that's a very good question. Look, uh, actually, I really maintained it well. Now that was not my daily drive car, mm -hmm. so the car been in this in the storage a lot more than i would say i've driven the car right. so i had another car what i call it is going to school and back to school i mean my, my running around town yeah it's a weekend car honestly right, right, and i right. kept okay. it and i kept it really in the mint shape i mean i would if i would and it's raining because in the north where it's rain yeah. it rains quite a bit if it rains i would put it in the garage i would just mm -hmm. you know wipe it was really tlc well, so tremendously sounds so it sounds like this was a proper love affair with this car. This wasn't just like, you know, a toy. It was. It was like you, you fell for this thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, at that time, at that age, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's where the relationship between the automotive, uh, because you really have to know your, your car, because yeah. that's the thing about it. That's where you, you get to know the, the, the car, not just the car, the industry as a whole, yeah, I would yeah. say. So yes. So is that so? So do you do you think that that's where your awareness of the of cars and the car industry and the car world started to grow from? I would say I would say so. Now keep in mind, I had cars before, but not as I would say. I wouldn't say exotic, but I would say you know you know at that age. Keep in mind, to Char me was charismatic. you know charismatic. I would mm -hmm. say the word yes, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. To categorize it, yes, I would say mm -hmm. that would be the door you know, that opened, uh, yeah. uh, that I entered into the automotive world. So did you, did you then bring that car back to Saudi with you? No, oh. no, unfortunately not. Um, sadly, I had a gentleman that uh, one time approached me, uh, saw me driving it and approached me and says, hey, uh, dude, uh, if you really, whenever, whenever, okay, I'm not pushing you, think of selling the car, okay? This is my business card. Please, please call me. Just, that's it. That's my business that's it, card. Yeah. Just call me. Yeah. Okay. And as a matter of fact, I kept his business card. And when I, when I really decided to, um, mm -hmm. uh, to come to Saudi and start my publishing and, and the magazine, um, uh, and, I, and I raised my own capital, really, I, I called mm -hmm. him up and I sold the car. So, um, All right. Cool, yeah. cool. Have you owned so, one since then? Another Jaguar type? Uh, no. No. Oh man, come on, you've got to get one. That was that was that was the first and last Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should have one. I think you should have an E-Type now. Because seeing uh, seeing as the significance of that car in your history, I think it's only yeah. fitting that you should have another one. Yeah. yeah. No, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, uh, now that you mentioned it, um, I think about I would say about four four years ago, I was in Oregon and I was driving by and I saw the car. The same and one? The same one. Wow. So, so I stopped and I went out and I said, look, it's my car. You yeah. know, it's like, you oh know. Oh my God. So, so, um, so the guy, and to, asked the guy. <laughs> you need to get that. You, story. you need to get that. <laughs> uh, so I asked the guy, I said, where this car came from? Yeah. And, uh, can you tell me? He said, Tell you what, this car, um, historically, this has car been stored for 15 years, but prior to that was owned by a Saudi guy 
Um, and it was in mint condition. I'm just looking. <laughs> and you're like, it's me, it's me. Yeah, I, I didn't, I did not, I did not. I just let him oh, talk. Man. He said, he said, uh, my shop really used to maintain it for him. Yeah. And it was like mench uh, condition. And then there is a gentleman that bought it, put it in storage, and we had to overhaul the engine and so forth. So yeah. he's telling me the history of the car. I honestly, genuinely, I looked for the second year. The second yeah. year, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it and just keep yeah. it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, unfortunately, the car was gone. So I asked for Oh, said, no, that's was, such a shame. Gone, it would be so. so good to get that car. Yeah. So let's pick up uh, again on the story about when you, so when you came back to Saudi and you opened this, uh, the Saudi Auto Trader. So was that Wait. the first first of its kind then in, in Saudi Arabia? Because yes. I remember Not I remember only. growing up in Jeddah, and I remember the only access I had to material was obviously uh, uh, UK and American publications when they Wait. would come in occasionally, Wait. and then there would be the uh, most of the publications from Lebanon. They would come in, Wait. and I would buy I would buy those. You know, I I teach Wait. myself. I actually taught myself to figure out the spec sheets and all of this so Wait. that I could understand the numbers. Wait. You know, um, but that's all there was, right? Yeah. At the time, like clearly, like you said, there were other publication uh, titles, um, mm -hmm. but they were, they were really towards a different, uh, they, they had a different formula yeah. or they're targeting a different um, customer base. Um, my target base was really the used market. It's like, like in the UK or like mm -hmm. in, in, in the States and, and how easy to be uh, to, um, uh, to, to do it, to sell your used car. I mean, I mm -hmm. thought for people to sell their used car, it's a headache at that mm -hmm. time in Saudi. You have to take it to the Haraj and the auction and so forth. And I said, yeah, why don't we just do a publication where, you know, yeah, yeah. it's a lot easier and people could, you know, uh, I can send a photographer, they can take the picture. And the, actually in the very beginning, I did a black and white, uh, right. similar to the US yeah. uh, format. But uh -huh. the paper was well, the paper was not newspaper paper. The paper yeah. was a finer uh, paper, with yeah, glossy yeah. paper, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, so the concept was um, uh, really to you know stay away from uh, what the others are doing and and go into something a little bit different and new. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, how was that received? I mean, you must have you must. I mean, you're starting from scratch, so you must have gone around to all of the dealers and all of the dealer networks and right. spoke, spoken to them from scratch. I mean, you're literally building from nothing. And I know this experience because, you know, trying to be the first motoring journalist in Saudi right. Arabia, trying to get people to give me cars to review. I remember that experience. That was incredible to try and get people to understand even what I was trying right. to do at the time. It was a hell of a challenge. Yeah. Well, uh, to be honest with you, um, when I brought that concept uh, to Saudi, the dealers could not comprehend it, to be honest with you. The reason being is that they're mainly focused on selling new cars. Yeah. So the used cars to them is like, it's not our business, that's the Haraj uh, auction, mm -hmm. you know, uh, yeah, people yeah. that deal with that. Uh, so in the beginning, they felt that this not for them mm -hmm. because they did not have what they call it, a use or trade in. They were so busy just selling new. Mm -hmm. So to them used, uh, Actually, until now, they don't even pay attention to the used, yeah. like True. like <laughs> yeah. like other part of the world. They yeah. focus on selling the new. So when I brought them the concept to them, they felt that that's not for them. Mm 
And then as a matter of fact, they just told me, one time I had a meeting with one of the dealers, top dealers, and told me, look, listen, I really, I like your, your, your way of thinking, uh, but can, can I tell you something? And I said, sure. He said, look, uh, Bakr, uh, you're trying to educate people about buying, uh, how to buy or how to sell a used car. Can you do us a favor? Can you educate them how to buy a new car first? And then after that, let them yeah. buy or educate them about the used cars. Yeah. Then, then um, it kind of clicked to me is, yeah. I think what, what really came to me in light is that I should really go and develop a formula uh, for consumers to educate consumers about the cars, the new cars they're buying. Yet, Yes, so that, out that, so that was a transition between used and new. Yes. So around, around when did that happen? Hmm. I would say during the first year. Oh, really? Oh, very soon. Number. Very soon. Oh, 1991 yeah. oh, itself. Yeah. I mean, they, they you know what? Sometimes I do really think. I'm really passionate and I'm just constantly yeah. evolving. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Put the energy here. I'll tell yeah. you what. I do yeah. think sometimes that now that I realize that you were starting just as I was leaving, I'm kind of gutted that our paths didn't cross. Because imagine, <laughs> in a parallel universe, we might have teamed up. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you're right. You're right. I think if we'd have teamed up, then things would have been completely different. Very different. Uh, I think our career paths would have been very different. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, what, what I really uh, done uh, at that time is I sat down and said, okay. Uh, yet, I did not abandon the concept of the uh, trader. So yeah. throughout the history, the trader is a portion in the back of the magazine. Yeah, so exactly. you'll find a glossy magazine, whatever, test yeah. drive, competitive testing, pros and cons, whatever. At the end, you'll find uh, yeah. a form, which yeah. is about 16 pages to 24 pages of all the cards for sale. So uh, I came back and I said, okay, I want to do it differently. Um, what I wanted to do is how can I, and, and the focus, this is the formula, how can I give information to anybody who wants to buy a new car? So what does he need to make a yeah. decision? A, uh, uh, give him, uh, keep him updated on the latest launches yeah. and so forth. B, thoroughly test drive cars and talk about the pros and cons. Uh, three, comparative testing. Nobody ever touch here. And a lot of them, they're afraid of the so, dealers. So, so that no, if I, you, we, I totally understand. But I want to go back because you just, you just skipped over two there. And two was okay. really difficult in Saudi Arabia to get cars even to review. So again, so after me, you would have gone oh. around trying to get cars. I remember having oh. a conversation with, I think it might have been the Suzuki dealer at the time. And right. uh, it, was like, it was like, okay, I want to do a review of the car. And they said, okay, how much will you, will you charge? I'm like, no, no, it's free. They said, then why would you do it? I said, the newspaper pays me. And I said, well, the newspaper is going to pay you to do an advert for me. I'm like, no, it's not an advert. It's not an advert. It was, it was <laughs> around and around and around we went. You know, it was really complicated. So yeah. you must have found the same thing. I, I did, but I, I really, what I, have, what I had to do, keep in mind that I, uh, like for eight months or so, I've been going and talking to them. When I wanted to change the concept uh, of Saudi Auto, I went back. To, to the dealers and I gave them a presentation uh, of what I wanted to do, what I intend mm. to do. So I, to, in so many ways, I got their blessings, uh, yeah, I would right. say, yeah. that this is what I'm going to do. 
and you guys have to bear with me and you have to support because I'm doing it for the industry. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, I was really uh, lucky. I was yeah. uh, that the, really the dealers uh, gave me some of them. Okay, not, not yeah. everybody, uh, no, as course, you know course. that yeah. you know. But but I would say um, the ones that really believed that they needed in the industry at that time, there were people in the industry that really felt uh, that needed that. Really gave me a great support, and I'm, I'm really thankful to these people in the industry that did that. And um, the more the magazine quickly uh, spread, and um, I remember uh, the sales uh, at that time got higher, mm -hmm. uh, the dealers start uh, calling me. Course, so, yeah. so, so really, you you had to adjust on the sort of the the sort of the approach that you're making. Um, with the dealers and the consumers as well, is that you're really trying to so not offend pe uh, the, the manufacturers, yeah, but at the end of the day, be it's honest really with the, the, with really the consumers as well. It's really difficult, I know, and it's a real balancing act. But exactly. fast forwarding, I mean, so now what? Nearly three decades of doing this and you yes. know, remembering right back to the, the, the sort of frontiers land ex, you know, aspect of how car trading was done. And so, the, I mean, I remember even when I was there listening to stories about, you know, how people would go down to the docks to buy cars because that's how it would right. happen. You know, they just come off the ramps of the ships and you just right. buy them as they came off. But right. even since the time that you started in 91 till now, how do you think that the Saudi market has evolved and developed or, or has it not developed? Oh, of course. Oh, man. It's been evolved and developed tremendously, night and day. Information right now, and, and I think, look, I, I really also um, uh, have to, uh, you know, uh, share the credit with uh, our colleagues, the Lebanese uh, mm -hmm. motoring medias, yeah. that they've been there before I even, yeah, yeah. you know, That's launched right. yeah. it, yeah. launched Saudi Auto. And um, uh, actually, they, to me, to me, um, they paved the way for me. Yeah, 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 true. Uh, you can tell me. Oh, they helped me quite a bit. Yeah, they were yeah. good competitors. Yeah, yeah, they yeah were absolutely. A it's good, important. You know, yeah. competitors. Yeah. And good competition makes you flourish, makes yeah. you creative, and makes you walk on your toes. Exactly. So, but how, but how, me, has the how has the industry evolved? Or how has the car industry evolved in terms of how they do uh, business in Saudi Arabia? The, the in terms of in relation to the medias, automotive medias. No, no, no. In in relation to oh. how they do the business, how do they actually sell cars? You know, because again, going from that aspect where people would just turn up to the docks with a bag full of money to a much more one assumes a much more sophisticated market now, right? Well, well, I, I, as you know, right now there's nobody, nobody, but no, I mean nobody, no dealer would not launch a car without inviting journalists. Yeah. In the past, no. Yeah, he course. would invite his sub dealers who want yeah. whoever wants to buy cars. Yeah, I mean, over the years, uh, the 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 Western approach—I would say the Americans, or Europeans—of yeah. launching cars, it becomes part of our business. Yeah. So, so if there is a launch of a car, if you are a recognized. Um, journalist, automotive journalist, respected in the field, you're the first one to be called. Mm -hmm. um, 
either to tender an international launch or at least to be to send you the car and says please just drive the car mm. you know this you've, you've yeah. attended uh, <laughs> quite a few and quite number, a few with you with you number, actually <laughs> i would say number hundreds of those events but i will yes, never i will never, I will never forget I will never forget that time. Where was it? In Canada, right? You and me in a, was it BMW? And we were up in the mountains? Uh, yes. yes. That was yes. awesome. Like, Actually, yes. I was, I was like reading, I was reading off pace notes for you and you were chasing, were you, you were chasing a Porsche at the time, I think, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> that was good fun. Yeah, the Porsche was chasing us and we had to, he had to we had to prove that the beamers can yeah. <laughs> compete with the book. But remember the Tokyo trip, you and I, just oh alone, my God. you and I. That was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good, yeah. That was, almost, that was, almost being abandoned I, by Honda at one point <laughs> and just spending for ourselves, right? <laughs> as much as the trip went south, we had fun. I had fun. We I had, had, we had about laugh. you, no, but I had fun. No, no, we had a laugh. We, it's always been a laugh. And so, so coming back to, to, to the Saudi market, <laughs> You know, uh, how savvy are people in, I mean, obviously, since you're there now as media, um, you know, this is one thing that people over here have maybe certain prejudices about. They're like, well, you know, they don't really know their cars. And I tell people, look, people in Saudi and Kuwait and UAE, man, they are proper petrol heads. They know yes. their cars, you know? Yes. So, and I said to people, when I went to Dubai and I started doing car magazines, I had to be very careful. Because whereas car magazine here might be read mostly by aspirational people who are hoping to get those cars, in UAE and in the wider Middle East region, I was talking to people that actually own those cars, like high-end performance cars, you know? So right. you have to be very, very uh, uh, con conscientious about that sort of thing. Right. right, right. I totally agree with you. Uh, but keep in mind that the percentage of people, um, uh, I would say the petrol heads uh, in each country depends, I would mm. say. But definitely in Saudi right now, uh, I see the numbers are getting larger because of the population also getting larger mm -hmm. as well. Uh, but these people are very important people. And manufacturers across, uh, let's say, the world are interested in these people because they are direct influencers. Yes. Influencers, I mean, by, by, by their own means. Not necessarily yes. they have... No, no, but they... No, not, not the internet. We're not talking about the internet yes, influencers. Yeah. We're so, talking about influencers they, within their social circles. In the society, yeah. among their friends and, yeah. and relatives and, and so forth, they're greatly influenced people's behavior. So, so that's really... Uh, uh, the numbers are grown. Um, uh, and, and I see that even with the digital world right now becomes... Uh, or the information becomes so accessible through phones and, 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 and on the net and so forth, uh, I see the numbers getting bigger and larger yeah. people. Yeah. But you yeah. still have the majority, the majority yeah. uh, look at uh, cars as being um, a means of, trans of transporting yeah. from yeah. point A to point B. Yeah. And they want to be, you know, to buy a car that, you know, with good mm -hmm. warranty and reliable mm -hmm. and durable and so forth. You know, think, and beyond think, that, yeah. beyond that, you know, you know, they don't want to know. Okay. So, do you but, think the uh, the approach to buying cars or owning cars has changed in Saudi Arabia? Are they starting to think in terms uh, of the environment and in terms of cost effectiveness and stuff like that? Uh, cost effectiveness, yes. Environment, I wish we are on uh, on the same speed as other countries. Uh, mm. I, I wish we are, but. But um, we're there. We're getting. We're we're, mm -hmm. we're moving. Uh, I mean, I just saw um, um, actually a statement from Sasso 
Saudi uh, specification uh, mm. uh, for you know for the automotive. Yeah. Um, they issued uh, the new regulations for electrical uh, electrical vehicles, which yeah. is wow. That is mm. for us here. It's a, it's a big thing. So, um, I think the the in terms of the environment and so forth, I feel we are slower. Yeah. Um, but I think the people are opening up. I think mm-hmm. the people that are looking at, at, at uh, keep in mind right now with the shift, um, uh, people are really moving into t- uh, towards smaller cars as yeah. gasoline prices goes up, right. um, uh, shying away from the big SUVs, what it used mm-hmm. to be in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. All of that, these are being sort mm-hmm. of m- movement uh, is really, of course, economies of scales and so forth. All of that really affected, so, uh, so, I would so, say, the purchasing. So paint me a picture. I remember if somebody asked me, like in the 80s when I was in Saudi, if somebody said, What's a, if you look down your street, what would you see? And I would say, I would see Cressidas, I would see Caprice Classics, and I would say Mercedes S-Classes. So okay. if today suburban, you look down... And Suburban. And, and Suburban, exactly. Suburban. Suburban. Yeah. Don't forget so, Suburban. Suburban the gems, is a, is the a nice yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah. So now if you looked out your window, what would you see? Mm. That is a very good question, my friend. <laughs> uh, you will see Chinese cars, really? small to medium. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Uh, you will see. I mean, if you look at the Chinese brands right now, yeah. they are represented by big uh, name dealers, of such course, as yeah. Al Jumeh, is the right. dealer of uh, GAC, Al Majdoui, who is uh, the de- I mean, Al Majdoui. Uh, has been for years the mm. uh, dealer for Hyundai in the Eastern province, but right now took over uh, Shenzhen and mm. as well as Peugeot. So his country, uh, right. whole country dealer uh, mm. for, for, so we for have, these brands. So we Chinese so cars and what else would you see on the, on the you, street? You see Chinese cars, you see, uh, of course, obviously Korean cars mm-hmm. uh, between the Honda, Hyundai and the Kia. And obviously, uh, Japanese cars on the road, uh, as you see. Um, you know, again, like even I mean, we look at the uh, the street. You see the cars a little bit smaller than what yeah. it used to in yeah, the 80s yeah. and the 90s. Yeah. Um, especially with the women right now driving, uh, yes. they tend to go in much more smaller SUV. Right, uh, right. Than than bigger SUV. So right. so yes, the 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 roads have changed. Yes, it has, and and you will see different has cars there, right now on the there, road than. Has there been to. a big uptake of women driving now in Saudi? Is that have they massively taken to the car? Oh yes, oh yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the traffic, uh, I would say, uh, control. They've got more applicants that they can license. Mm-hmm. So right. they really put them on schedule to get them licensed. So it would take them at least two or three years to get everybody mm-hmm. licensed All the right. way it ought to be. But right now, if you drive in Jeddah, you'll see women driving and, and it's yeah. just uh, a normal uh, day. And, and I really, hats off, hats off to women. Uh, I feel uh, that they're really approaching driving the way it ought to be. Uh, they're not as aggressive as uh-huh. male counters and, uh-huh. and they're, they're you know calmer and, and that's the way, you know, um, it should be. So, so they're, not, they're not aggressive, they're defensive driver, which is good. So that's good. It's good to hear the evolution of, of, of the traffic happening over there. And also, yeah. you've, like you said before, you've also evolved. So now you're mostly a digital platform. Just tell anybody that's watching where they can find you, what are the various URLs, and how could they, can, they okay. can find you? Um, what, you know, again, 
what I have done um, in the past is to really get Saudi auto digitally, not Bakir Azhar. There's a two concept. If you go digital, should you go with your name? Yeah. Uh, especially if you've been in the industry too long. I really did not invest on a personality as much as a platform or a name of the company. So Saudi Auto, uh, right now, digitally, we have uh, a YouTube channel, which is very, very successful uh, YouTube channel. We have uh, certain programs. We have test drives. We have news. Uh, we also have Ramadan. We have uh, a Ramadan program, actually, uh, believe it or not, daily Ramadan program that we have. Uh, we tell a story of a, uh, of a I've car. I've seen it. I've seen uh, it. Yeah. I know. And, you, keep and, send, and, you keep sending me the links on WhatsApp. I know. <laughs> so it's, it's really... You look really regal. Really, you look really regal. And you're kind of, it's like a throne. Like, you, know, you know why? Because in that, in that particular show, it's what we call in Arabic, Hakawati. Hakawati is a storyteller. So right, this is right. the days before oh, the TV and the radio. Got, yeah, got, so yeah. the, the, the storyteller goes to this cafe or coffee uh -huh. shop where people after the, uh, the Tarawih prayers, they gather, right, they, right, they right. drink a cup of tea. And then this guy tell them a story. So he reads right. a story, but the way he reads that story, he, they can see it like a movie. Right, so right. the concept basically, I sit and I tell a story, but not about a love story or, right. or, or bravery, about a car. The awesome. car could like could then uh, you know uh, is still alive, or the car yeah. it's killed. Like it's that. no longer like exists. That. So so we tell the story of the car. So, so, uh, so I tell you social what. Media. Talk, yeah, talking of uh, talking of stories. So what I'll do is I'll put all the links below. So okay. I'll get all the links off you, and I'll put them all. But SaudiAuto.com, okay. I'm assuming is is yes. the big one, right? Saudi SaudiAuto.com. That is safe. Yeah. So talking of stories. I think we have a lot more stories to tell and we could probably go for okay. a lot, lot longer. But, Absolutely. <laughs> but, but Absolutely. I'm trying, I tried to keep these for an hour, uh, for half an hour and I've already gone over that. But I tell you what, we've got to pick up on this again. Thanks so much sure. for doing this. Let's catch up Likewise. very, very soon. All really the best to all to the you. team. Yeah, thank you so much. All the, good, all the best thank to all you. the team at Sodio. I know them all really well. So. <laughs> thank you very much. Really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it was always fun. And, and I tell you that not just in your face and, and, and all the, the events, it's fun to travel with you. Thank you very much and the best of luck to your program. Thanks so much, Thank you. Take care. Bye. <laughs> there you go, folks. Absolute definitive confirmation from Saudi Arabia's senior most and most established motoring journalist, Bakar that Shazad Sheikh, aka Brown Car Guy, yours truly, was in fact Saudi Arabia's first automotive journalist back in 1989. I've often said that, but now I think you can pretty much cast that in stone. That is a fact. So there you go. Anyway, that was a fascinating discussion. I think there's a lot more to get into with him, and I'm sure that I will revisit him again uh, in a few weeks' time, hopefully. All of the guys, I hope you've been enjoying these conversations that I've been having here on Brown Car Guy and Buddies, this playlist, this series on my YouTube channel. Please make sure that you're subscribing. And if you're enjoying these channels, make sure you hit that bell notification icon so you don't miss any of them when I upload them. And also, tell me what you think of them. Comment on this channel or anywhere else, even on my social media. Uh, in fact, follow me on my social media. Search for hashtag Brown Car Guy. That's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And of course, subscribe to browncarguy.com. 
And you know, if you are enjoying these videos and you enjoy my content, then maybe you can uh, support me. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Shazad Sheikh and there you will also find a unique and exclusive piece of content from me to you which is kind of like my parody sequel to the original Cannonball Run movie. I think it's a lot of fun. You let me know what you think of it. Even if you can't support me, please continue to like, share, comment, subscribe and all the rest of it. That's much appreciated. Thanks so much for watching and I'll catch you again in the next one.